Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA Podcast, brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show we're going to be looking ahead to Den's Ulster Junior Club Championship semi-final. They're taking on Desert Martin from Derry in Clonus at 1 o'clock tomorrow, that's Saturday. Uh, looking ahead to it, I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, the sports editor of the Anglo-Celt. Let's give full disclosure, we're up in Ahar um, at the minute, looking at St. Pat's McRory team playing. Um, they started well, but they, they've, they've gone out of it now by half-time a little bit, but still all to play for, but we'll, we'll come back to that maybe later in the week, I think, too. Yeah, well, we're on location, Damien, I suppose you could say, uh, dedicated to the cause. 9-5 down at half-time against Oma CBS here, uh, in our first time I've ever been in our nice setup. Yeah, it's a lovely club, lovely club. Then, um, I suppose a big, big game for them, biggest probably in the club's history. Or would you say a senior championship final is bigger than this? I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. it is bigger than this. But it's the biggest game probably the club has played in twenty odd years. Like since, since ah, well, sorry, since no. the senior championship final, ten yeah. odd years. So, yeah, it's. I suppose the first round of Ulster is bonus territory. When you win a first round, then it's not bonus territory anymore. It's a championship then that you want to win. It's not mm. you have something to lose then. Yeah, you're, you're won, right. Your first round, you really have nothing to lose. You've won the cup, and nobody's going to look back on twenty twenty one and say, "Oh, that was the year that the, that they lost the first round of us." We're going to say that's the year they won the championship. Whereas if you, when you get on the competition, so I think things are cranking up a bit now in mm. in this competition. They had a great win the first day against the Antrim uh, champions. And then I'm going to be looking at this as a massive opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll look at. We'll bring a bit more on the on the den side after this, but we uh, wanted to find a bit about Desert Martin, and we caught up with a Gaelic Life journalist, but Derry man Michael McMullen. He spoke to me earlier in the week. So delighted to be joined by Michael McMullen um, from the Gaelic Life and Irish News and Highlander Radio and all sorts. Michael, busy, busy man, but. But most importantly, you're a dairy man. You you know the scene up there. So we're going to get a read off you, a little bit of information. Maybe we could trade a bit of information on, on Desert Martin, who are, are coming up against um Den this coming Saturday. What's what what's the story on Desert Martin? Where exactly are they within the county? Um geographically, they're sort of between um Mahara, Mahara Felt, you know, they're sort of they're sort of on the way to Cookstown. Um, as a club, at the end of 2019, they got relegated. Um, probably as a combination of Derry were restructuring the leagues and intermediate intermediate league and championship were, were smaller, and Des Martin missed out and went down to junior. Um, but as a club, they have sort of they've progressed in the sense that in Derry's All Ireland minor winning team of 2020. They had two players on the starting team and one on the subs who nearly always got on in every game. Um, and on top of that, their own club minor and under 16 teams, you know, at, at, a, at a lower grade in fairness, but they won their respective championships. 
So they have been common. They've been able to have a few players on Macquarie Cup winning teams as well along the way. So as a club, they have been growing. Their numbers began to increase in the school. And with that, the club organised themselves in a way that, that made the most of that. And they are an exciting team. And I suppose with Glenn winning the senior championship for the first time, Steelstown won the intermediate for the first time, and Des Martin had won the junior for the first time. And I can't remember exactly how long just now, but for quite a while. So it's been a really refreshing change in Derry all around. Um, so when you say like a refreshing change, is it that Desert Martin were a good enough intermediate team come down, would have been expected to win it, or was it left field that they won it? No, they would have been expected to win it. Um, I suppose there was them and Craig Bann and Belian would have been the three the, the three big hitters in the, in the middle of all of that. In their first uh, junior final, which was only played this season because it was deferred, Craig Bann scored a known goal with about five minutes to go. And Desmond Martin were struggling at that stage, so they just about won it. But they were the better team on the night, but they didn't make it count on the scoreboard but eventually got that, that lucky goal to win it. Um, but they would have deserved it, in my opinion. And then this year, uh, they basically wiped everybody uh, away. In the Derry Championship, they conceded an average of four points a game. Oh, wow. You know, which is staggering. And when, whenever they were going to play St. Patrick's Dona, who had scored 40 goals in their season, I was sort of thinking, you know, is it the, the Derry Junior Championship's not as strong, you know, and you don't know if you play in another county, but they were every bit as competitive and, and, and dominant in that game as well, and, you know, and, and were comfortable winners. So you have to say that they are, they are on their way up. And going into next year, as I always say, when somebody wins their, their, their Junior Championship or Intermediate Championship, Ulster sort of takes care of itself in a way, but the Ulster series automatically sort of bridges you for the following year and catapults you back into the the, the, the age, you know the grade above yourself. So that has happened for Des Martin, and now this Sunday they're going to meet a team, or sorry this Saturday they're going to meet a team who seem to be a really genuine high scoring team with scores right across the board. So this is a huge test for Des Martin not only in terms of their Ulster credentials, but where they fit in the dairy intermediate scene for next year, which they'll probably be excited about getting stuck into. So I'm taking from you a couple of things. One, that they're a young team, the majority, or, or, or their backbone is, is a young enough team in it. And two, that they're, they set up quite defensively, but know how to break and, and counterattack. Yeah, the first thing they are their goalkeeper Eddie McGuigan's probably slightly north of he's about thirty-five, and then they have about three or four boys that played at Grade A underage. Like Des Martin had a decent side, um, of what's those boys that are 31, 32 years of age now. They played on them at Grade A at underage, which wouldn't have really have been the norm in Des Martin, and um, so that's probably five or six of those lads. Your second point, um, they're probably no different than any other team in the fact that they do set up defensively. Like Glenn last week against Scottstown were defensive, but once they got the ball, it was bomb up the field. And Desmond Martin's the same. Um, they have a very exciting 
uh, wing half back Gio Yulin McElhenan and um, and Gavin Donnelly who get up and down the pitch. So I, I suppose it's that term that's always thrown out there at the minute, Damien, where teams are defensive. I suppose a defensive team now is a team that sits back and just soaks up play and plays the ball sideways when they have it. That's probably defensive, whereas the likes of Desmond Martin, Glenn and Steelstown, from a dairy point of view, when they get it, it's straight up the pitch. And Desmond Martin definitely ticked that box. Um, and that's what makes me look forward to Saturday and Clonus to see how they do against them and to see do they change much about what way they go about it. It's funny because then throughout this year's club championship in Cavan have shown a range of different ways of playing. They, they, they played all out attack in, in certain games. They play high presses in certain games. In the closest game that they had throughout the championship was the um, Knockbride semi-final in the replay they kind of played that that style that you're talking about, Desert Martin, which is, you know, having maybe the bodies back inside the scoring zone, torn over at speed and counterattack, you know, get get up the field real fast. So they they've shown that they can play a range of different ways. Then obviously when they come up against Nave Cole in the quarterfinal of this competition, Nave Cole went very defensive. The only thing that Nave Cole didn't have was the transition game. So I suppose the the, the, the adjustment for Den here is can they stop that transition that Desert Martin are going to bring? Yeah, well, I'm just looking at a spread of their scores. For example, you've Sean Donahue at centre forward. He scored 3 10 or something in the championship. Mm. And I think he's one of the younger boys. I think he's under 20 still. Yeah. Um, how do you pronounce that? Cavell Kugan? Cavell. Uh, you know, Cavell Kugan. So there's two high scoring half forwards that will make Desert Martin think about what way they're going to go about it they're probably not going to be able to attack as often. Um, that's going to be interesting. Um, you know, from, from Desmond Martin's point of view, probably what helps Desmond Martin as well, they have a, a guy, Lachlan Murray, at full forward, who is just an absolute handful. He was full forward in the Derry Minor team. He can kick it in high, kick it in low. Um, you know, if he doesn't want it, his man won't want it. And what I noticed about them against Dona, they probably kicked more ball against Dona than I saw them kicking in a couple of years, which was exciting. The fact that they could vary it up a wee bit as well. Um, but, you know, the fact they kept a clean sheet against Dona was a big thing. Like Dona had scored 40 goals, mm. which is a, there's a lot of scoring in any, in any grade. And Des Martin's full back and captain missed that game with a hamstring injury. He may be available for this weekend. Marty Breen, I'm not sure. After the game, they said that they weren't prepared to take a chance on him for the last game. So that could point towards, you know, well, if, we're, if, if we make it through, then you have, a, you have a proper chance of making it. And Ryan McGuckin uh, got a broken jaw in, in the latter stages of the area championship. So without two first-choice defenders, they kept another clean sheet, which was pleasing. Very, very impressive. Who's their manager? Their manager is Kevin O'Neill. Uh, Kevin O'Neill is from Slough Neil himself, and Chrissy McCaig took over at the start of 2020 as a sort of a joint management ticket. But Chrissy then stepped away. I suppose he probably realised being captain of Derry, playing football in Hurland for Slough Neil, um, he probably he, didn't have the time. Again. <laughs> and he's he's an all duck or no dinner sort of guy. Chrissy, he's either in or he's out. So he obviously realised that he couldn't commit. But Kevin has a couple of good men in along with him. Kieran Higgins, who 
got a background in IT would be would be big into analysis um, and very very well organised. And Danny Murray, a former player, um, and I was ch- chatting to one of the Desmond Martin boys there for a, for a piece in the Gaelic Life, and he just described them as a, a trio and no stones left unturned. So they they have got a good setup in there uh, and good players and. An exciting time for Desmond Martin. You know yourself when a when a club hasn't won anything. Once you rebuild a success comes, sure doesn't it lift everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was chatting to their chairman for a feature piece in the guilt in the in the Derry Post during lockdown, and they were just talking about how well the club was coming on as a whole, and all those things add in to like a wee magical journey. You know, when they, they went to Brewster Park, now they're going to Clonus. Mm-hmm. Stephen Baxter said the same thing to me yesterday. You know, you're going to Clonus. You know, isn't it brilliant? You know, for for a, for a championship clash at club level. Yeah, yeah, it's going to add to the occasion. Is is the venue a bit of a surprise that they've brought Desert Martin all the way down to Clonus? Uh, it's probably not very central. Um, uh, Oma's out of action because of a fun fair. Um, Armagh, I suppose, are maybe keeping for the hurling the following day. So it probably is a wee bit of a, mm. probably is a bit of a, you know, it's not very convenient for, for Des Martin, but I suppose if you ask their players, you know, do you want a chance to play in Clonus? You know, you're <laughs> yeah. going to take it. Yeah. Um, and, but, and, and I probably outside of Thomas Ed, Edward Donahue, you know, who else would really played in Clonus regularly? Maybe Oshin Kiernan for underage for Cavan. So maybe they haven't played a lot there either. No, no, it, it wouldn't be that there's a huge amount. Some would have, maybe played some colleges football down in Clonus, but it wouldn't be a regular. It's it's just the the journey I was thinking of is mm-hmm. yeah. From 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 Cross Keys, which is the the village where Den are based, I'd say the Clonus it's less than half an hour um over the road. So it's a there's a bit of a difference there in terms of the the journey time from Desert Martin. You're probably talking an hour and a half or or longer. Yeah you prob you probably are um but uh, you know, I suppose if you're being picky about it, you could say, well, it's not really fair, but I think if you offered, I can't really speak, I can only guess, but if you if you offered a Des Martin Fair the chance to play in Clonus versus some other less prestigious ground that's more central, they'd probably take Clonus. Mm, yeah. You know, um, it helps to be you. And I was actually at a McCrory game last year where, um, where St Mary's Mother felt were playing, and there's a couple of Desert Martin lads playing on that team, so they will be familiar enough with it as well. You know, much the same as as Dan. Very good, very good. We look, we look forward to that one. Thanks a million for that, Michael. No problem. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead, and the surrounding counties for over fifty years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, so... I suppose listening to Michael there, this is a, a serious good Desert Martin side. Having only conceded four points, um, an average of four points throughout the championship, they're they're going to be the Den forward line are going to have to earn their key today or on Saturday. 
Yeah, well, then our favourites with the bookies, and I was talking to one then man, and he was kind of saying, Jesus, um, probably should be a, the, the betting should be a little bit closer than it is. So I, I expect that then I've done a lot of homework on this team, and they realise how good they are uh, when, when he said that to me. Listen to Mal there, like, there's no doubt about it, this is an excellent team. If you're coming out in junior ranks, I think this sounds like an excellent side, and you know they're probably after the Monaghan champions Monaghan are always favourites in this competition mm. given their record but after after Sean McDermott I'd say Des and Martin are probably favourites uh, in a lot of people's eyes but yet then are fancy with the bookies so and the bookies are never too far off with it so you'd wonder what the standard was like in the Derry Championship first start like I do I do know that sometimes the Derry Junior Championship is brutal yeah. uh, I've talking, I remember before talking to Caro Kane I think he won a Derry Junior Championship with Rome he plays in goals with them that's an Irish news writer and he was saying to me that Junior football and Derry can be awful at times, but the odd time you get just a class team like that Limavady team that we saw uh, a couple of years ago can come out of it. And it sounds like this is one of those years where one of these outstanding teams has come out of it. Uh, they were excellent in their first round win, and they're going to take an awful lot of stopping. Yeah, only conceded seven points to Dona, who, as we heard, um, had scored something like forty goals so far in the year. Like so, that that showed defensively they're going to be set up. They're going to try to cast then on the counter attack and it's going to be interesting to see that I'm I'm talking or thinking back then to the semi-final against Knockbride and Drung kind of a counter attacking team too but obviously this is going to be another level up but will Stephen Baxter and co go with a, a mass defence like they done with Knockbride in the second half and try to catch them on the counter at the other end as well or will they push up like they done a bit in the in the county final it's impossible to say, really. Like, haven't seen, haven't seen Des and Martin yet. I'm sure Dan have got their hands on video of them and will know a lot about them. You know, I wonder about the North Bride game. Are then designed to play that way with the players they have? Is that the best way they can play? It probably is because I think that was their best performance of the year. Yeah, and I, I think right. it probably suits them to play that way. Give a little bit more cover at the back and leave space up front because they've got pace up front and they've got scores. Like they've loads of scores, especially. Uh, Thomas Edward Donahue Ben Connerty like Ben has been playing super like mm. got the man of the match in the county final I'd say he was close to man of the match he was man of he the was match man for the me match. In, the, yeah. in, in the first round of Ulster so he's playing super and so you've got to leave space for those lads up there so I think that that probably does suit then because uh, there's probably maybe a, a position or two at the back where, where the opposition might be looking to exploit so to have the extra cover it might be no harm I think on an individual basis then they've got to match up well against any team at junior level you'd have to imagine so like when you look through the players that's there like would, would there wouldn't be many uh, midfielders like Ocean Cairn in, in junior ranks around the province like I, I think he's an exceptionally good and powerful athlete uh, you've got the experience of Mossy Core there you know it's a who's who there's so many mm-hmm. exciting talents on this den side so I think they probably are the, the strongest junior team we've had to come out of it in a few years because they've a good bit of experience there as well and they've been building towards it they're a mature team They've been through a lot on and off the field as well, and I think that counts for a lot as well. That they're kind of, they're kind of growing up as a bunch. This this team, and you, like again, you can't think about then and not think about being a Gaffney speech after the county final, and all that stuff is playing into it. So it's been a real journey for them. So I think they'll be really determined to go out here now and and continue this journey. Is is uh, the, I think Clonus is going to be an advantage to to Den here. I genuinely, and I was making a point with Mal there, but it's only. 20 minutes or half an hour maximum for then down the road it's not a, a, an inconvenience in travel in any way but Desert Martin it is it's it's an hour and a half for them down the road so you got to do a lot of planning it changes your preparation and then a one o'clock throw in I think all of that kind of plays into Den's hands for me 
Yeah, it's a good point. I hadn't thought of that actually. It it is a funny uh, choice of a venue for this fixture. It definitely is an awful lot closer to, to the Den Lads than it is to the Derry crowd. Now I'm not sure exactly where about in County Derry that Desert Martin is situated, but even if you came from from the closest point to Derry, it's still a fair old track mm. down to Clonus. No, it's north. It's north. It's north Derry. Okay, yeah. So it's a it's a long way. Um, look, you'd hope that's an advantage. Um, looking at the pitch here in Ahar we were remarking on, on the good shape it's in because I know my, my lawn I hope my cousin's a farmer and I, we're always talking and he'd be telling me about what, what ground is like and I'm always comparing to my lawn so I'd be keeping up the speed of my lawn and it's an absolute swamp at the minute so there's been a lot of, lot of rain has fallen but looking at the pitch here in Ahar it's in, it's in fabulous condition so you'd hope that, that Clonus would be able to would have coped well with that rain mm-hmm. and I think I think a good surface will suit then uh, I think then our team would have lost scoring forwards and you know, if we're going to revert back to broad strokes, I think a fast surface suits the team with scoring forwards. Yeah, weather conditions are going to be interesting on it, and I think that, that actually may have an influence over how Den set themselves up. Because I think if if there's if there's enough dry ball, if they can get any form of dry ball, I think then the the the, the counter attack at speed suits them. But then. It, it it would also suit the opposition Desert Martin so it's it, it's going to be tactically I'm really curious to see how Den go and approach this because from talking to Mal there you know the way that Desert Martin are going to set up it's it's big numbers back don't let you get goal chances anything in the scoring zone is going to be congested you're going to be hit you're going to be turned over they're disciplined they don't give away a lot of frees and then once they turn it over, they bomb at pace. So if you've committed too many bodies forward, you're leaving the vacuum of space that they want to counter-attack into. So do then hold those few extra bodies out around the middle of the field? Do the foul if they lose possession in the, in the forward line? All these things are going to be key in the battle. And it could end up being a low-scoring game with a point to win it in the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. One thing about then, and looking at other teams in the junior championship, like... I covered Drung a few times and they kicked a lot of wides at times. Not Bright kicked an awful lot of wides seemingly all the time. They are quite economical because they've got quality ball strikers up front. So you, you'd hope that then we'll get chances. And if they, unless then, you know, do something which then don't tend to do, which is rack up double figures of wides or something. Like I think by uh, by every measure, I think they're going to be right in the game. Like and look, there's a certain amount of uh, probing in the dark here, I suppose. Um, as regards Desert Martin, but I do think we saw enough from then, and we we've I've kind of learned to disregard as well what managers say about us the club because you know when you're confident you can take on, you feel you can take on the world and it doesn't always work out like that. But I do think that then have uh, got the win under their belt, mm. and that's a big thing. And and I think that the the you know the county final now is a good while ago now. Like that's that was played was that played on the first weekend of October? I think yeah. I'm saying so. Like that's. No. Sorry, end first weekend of November. Or first weekend of November, yeah. So or end of October, yeah. Well, yeah, November, that's yeah. six six weeks ago yeah. or whatever. So yeah. it's out of their system. And it's actually interesting because Neve Cole uh, from Antrim hadn't played a defensive football but came out and played very defensively against Den in Kingspan Breffney. And in the first quarter... Den did kick a lot. Den hit a huge amount of wides. They ate wides in that first quarter, but they learned. And that's what I liked about that Den side on the day. And therefore... Neve Cole may have done Den a favour in preparing them for what uh, Desert Martin are going to do, which which should all play into it. But injuries and stuff like that, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes and you don't know who's missing. But with a full hand, I'd expect I'd expect Den will be right in this. I don't expect it that it's going to be an easy win. I don't expect it to be, I wouldn't even be very confident of a win. But I think if they play their best, if they play Knockbride replay game, that level, I think they can win this. I, th- I think... 
they'd have to have a massive chance against any junior team in Ulster because they're a very strong side for junior ranks then um, I thought they played very well in the second half of the county final as well got the bit of nerves out of their system and yeah. like they looked in a different class to Drung no disrespect to Drung saying that so I think they're in with a, with a huge chance well, another thing I think that's playing into their hands is when we're sitting here saying well we, you spoke to Mal there during the week you know, we know how Des and Martin are going to set up. I think that's an advantage to, to Den because when, when you can go in and there are so many imponderables and unknowns and known unknowns and all the rest of it, if, if one of the things you can that you can nail to the mast is, right, we know how they're setting up, mm-hmm. then I think that's a good thing to know. And you, know, you don't change the system if it keeps winning for you. And they've been winning and winning. But I would probably be a little bit sceptical of the standard of the Junior Championship in Derry and possibly the standard of the Junior Championship in Fermanagh as well because they played the Champions of Fermanagh. So... You know they could come out and turn out to be the real deal, but I I think they haven't. This then will be the best team they've played. Put it like that. I would be confident about that. Yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree. Um, yeah, we're looking very best to look to Den. We're going to get ready to go into the second half here uh, from St. Pat's against Oma. It's just actually on the way, so we better get going. Don't forget to check out our Calvin Lives episode this week where it's uh, author Michael Harding um, over on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin. And we also looked back over the weekend's action as Butler's Bridge picked up a victory over on Reoct and Rammer fell at the hands of Kilku. Thanks a million for listening to the McAvoy's Super Value G podcast and enjoy the weekend yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and Larry has put it over the bar it was hard fast football after that you're in Kevin was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time and then McCabe and it's over the lap and Kevin are not buried yet have them doing all they could to hold their lead to Derek McDonough what a goal Andy Leggett Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah.